starting at verse 15. Hebrews chapter 13, starting at verse 15, you will find these words. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Amen. And this morning, for a few moments, I want to talk with you from the theme for our anniversary, and that is determined to offer sacrifices that are pleasing to God. Amen. Determined to offer sacrifices that are pleasing to God. Amen. The book of Hebrews was written to the people of God so that they might understand what it means to truly be a child of God. It was written to those who were followers of the law, better known as Judaizers. And that the book of Hebrews was written so that they might understand that a new covenant was on the scene. And that it was no longer by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So the Judaizers, they, they, they heard the word about Christ, and they came close to the things that were being said, but they only came so far. They wanted to hold on to the traditions of the law, but yet get the benefit of the gospel of Christ. And the word was saying to them through the writer that wrote Hebrews and said, you've got to come all the way. You can't have one foot in the gospel and one in the law. So we find ourselves over here in the 13th chapter where the writer is contending for the people to go to where Jesus is. In the 13th chapter, he allowed them to realize that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He is the eternal God that does not change. And so he says to them that they needed to go outside the camp. They needed to go outside to where Jesus was because Jesus had been sacrificed outside the camp. You do know that Jesus was sacrificed out on Golgotha's hill where they put nails in his hands and they put nails in his feet. It was outside the camp. And so they're saying to these people that now it's time for you to go outside too. Outside of your comfort zones, outside of the commonwealth of Israel and start talking to folks outside the camp. Because if they really want to experience Jesus, it was outside. We know from looking at the Gospels that Jesus was always on the move. Yes, 
On the Sabbath day, he did teach in the synagogue, but all week long he was moving from place to place, from village to village, talking to folks about the good news of the coming kingdom. Amen. And so we get to our text and we find that not only are we all to be on the outside witnessing to people, but we're also to be showing them that we are your people of praise. If we look at our text, it says in verse 15, it says, Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Anytime we see the word therefore, we are compelled to ask the question, what is the succeeding text therefore? In order to answer that question, we must look in the preceding verse, which we see verse 14 for here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. The reason why that let us continually offer the sacrifices of praise is because this city that we live in, this world, this kingdom, if you will, is not one that's going to continue. That's good news for you and me who seeks the kingdom of God. Because this kingdom is full of pain and suffering. This kingdom is full of evil and transgression. This kingdom is full of liars and cheaters. This kingdom is full of oppressors and killers. This kingdom is full of all manners of trouble. So we ought to praise the Lord that this place won't always be. Ain't I right about it, deacon? Reason why we ought to give God some praise with our lips. Is because God has been so good. God could have made it such that this is all we have and all we ever have will have. That we would be in this place of turmoil and stress. In a place of constant degradation and pain. In a place where you always got to watch your back because somebody's always trying to take what is yours. But God says this place is coming to an end. This place has no continuance. One of these days, this place is going to burn up in the fire. And then we will see our true home. Because you do know we are just pilgrims going through a barren land. See, once we as believers recognize the fact that this place is vanity, this place is barren, any and everything that you can accumulate here will be burned up in the fire. No matter how big of a house you get or find of a car or how much money you have in your bank accounts, it's all going to go poof one of these days. Peter says that the elements are going to burn up. But that's good news for those who hope for a new city, not made with hands. For those who were like Abraham going out to a place even though he didn't know where he was going. We've never been to that glorious city whose walls are like jasper and whose streets are like gold. But we go anyhow trusting the Lord to believe that he says what he says and it will be. So our text says, be 
ones who praise God with your lips. When you don't lift up the name of the Lord with your lips, you are not being faithful to what God requires of us. He could have said just praise him, but he said with the fruit of our lips. He wants to hear you say hallelujah. He wants to hear you say thank you Lord. He wants to hear you say you're worthy, oh so worthy to be praised. That's the God that we serve. He wants some fruit from our lips. He doesn't want us to sit and be quiet. He wants us to lift up our voices. Jesus said, if you don't say nothing, even the rocks will cry out. Because God wants some loud worshipers. God wants to hear some folks to lift up his name with your voice. And the reason why is because we have a home that's nothing like this one. Many times I've said the words of Jesus when he says, believe in God, also believe in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. But if I go to prepare that place, I will come again. And you will be where I am. And there you shall dwell forever. God is saying, I got something for you. And it's not this place. It's not this place of short fire. But there's a place of bumper crop. There's a place whose type was like Canaan. Where that the land flowed with milk and honey. He said there were houses there that they didn't build. And there were crops that they didn't plant. In that great getting up morning, there's going to be a place where there's going to be mansions that we didn't build. There's going to be fruits that we didn't plant. And we're going to be with the glorious Father in all of his glory, where the Bible says, in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. But he says, in the meantime, lift up his name with your lips. Continue to learn how to say hallelujah, to say praise the Lord, to lift up your voice and just not sit there, but lift him up because he wants to hear you praise his name. You haven't truly worshiped until you praise with your lips. This text allows us to see that we need to be making a joyful noise to the Lord. So when we look at our text, it says giving thanks to his name. But also in verse 15, we see that in order to really give sacrifice or praise to the Lord, it's got to be by him. Jesus said in the 15th chapter of John, without me you can do nothing. And that includes prayer. Deacon Johnson said this morning that we have not because we ask not. We ought to ask the Lord to give us a praise in our spirit. We ought to ask the Lord to wake us up. We ought to make a decision to praise the Lord. Not just sit and be quiet, but lift up his name. Say hallelujah. There ain't nothing wrong with the highest praise. But that's what this text is all about. It's about teaching us and telling us that it's a sacrifice of praise to the Lord. And the Lord is well pleased when we praise his name with our lips. And the text goes on to say, don't stop there. Don't stop just with your adorations with your lips. 
but do some praising with your hands. In verse 16 it says, but do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Don't forget to do good. Don't forget to seek opportunities to help your brother or your fellow man. Sometimes you can look at your brother or your sister and they may look down. Don't forget to have those opportunities to go by and may say a kind word to them. May say an encouraging word in the spirit that may lift up a bow down head. See, God has not left us here to be stones. He's left us to be living stones. He's left us here to praise his name and let the world know that there is something going on with the people of God. He wants the world to know that there's something different about you and me. That we have a reason and a right. Even when the economy is going south, we can still lift up the name of Jesus. Even when our jobs are playing out, we can lift up the name of Jesus. Even when our money is funny, we can lift up the name Jesus. Even when our health is going down, we can lift up the name Jesus. Because one thing's for sure, that we are living in a barren land. The Bible said a man's life is short and full of trouble. I praise the name of the Lord because life is short. Because after a while, in the by and by, we'll be in the presence of the Lord. Where we won't no longer need the S-U-N because the S-O-N will always shine. Ain't that good news, children of God? Ain't that worth a hallelujah? Ain't that worth a praise the Lord? Because then we have no continuing city. That we have a city that's not made with hands. Praise the name of the Lord. And don't forget to let your brothers know, even when we get caught up and tangled up in the world's affairs, let us come alongside one another and say it's going to be all right. Remember that you're part of a kingdom that's not of this world. And we have a king and his name is Jesus. And don't you forget that over 2,000 years ago that that king, that that Jesus died on the old rugged cross for you and for me. That we might have life and life more abundant. They put nails in his hands and they put nails in his feet. And he was on that cross from the third to the ninth hour. But at the ninth hour, he died. He died for you and me that we would not have to die the death of everlasting torment in hell. He died so that we would have the right to the tree of life. But that's not the end of the story. They took him down off that old rugged cross and they put him in a borrowed tomb. He was in that tomb all night Friday night. He was in that tomb all day Saturday. He was in that tomb all night Saturday night. But it was early, early, early Sunday morning. He got up with all power. I said all power in his hand. And I'm so glad that my Jesus is still lives. Because one day, it won't be very long. He's coming for me and I'll be gone. I'm going to a place. That they'll be high.
him at the great white throne. And when we meet him, we want to make sure that our name is in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. By and by, the doors of the church open. If there's somebody here who doesn't know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the pardon of their sins, right now you can get to know him today. He is willing and he is able to save your soul. It won't cost you nothing because Jesus has already paid it all. There is in a major way. And I believe God is teaching and telling us and sending us in the right direction. Let us go to that place outside the camp where Jesus is. Amen. Amen. 
Well, today, once again, we are celebrating the church's 53rd church anniversary. Amen. What a joyous occasion and a time to say praise the Lord for his grace and his mercy and his faithfulness to New Zion. Amen. Amen. And this afternoon, we're going to have my brother in the Lord, uh, Pastor Jerry Ballou. Amen. And Zion Travelers, Missionary Baptist Church. Amen. And that's at 3.30. Amen. And I think we've got some, uh, we've got some food for the day, too, for the church. Amen. So what I want to do is when I uh, give the benediction, I'm going to pray for the food as well at that time. Amen. Then you'll be ready to eat. Amen. Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear, amen, let us stand for our benediction. Ah, what's that? Is that the anniversary? Oh, yeah, when we come around. Yeah, we're going to have the offering as well. Amen. Amen. Where he leads me your name, Master, once again for your word. Lord, help us to be obedient to your word, Master. Lord, help us and prick us to make the decision to obey your word. Lord, that we have all the blessings that you have in store for us as a people of worship and a people of service unto you, Master. Lord, bless your name for you are worthy to be praised, O God. And Master, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you bless the food that we're about to receive. Lord, make it adequate for the temple of your Holy Spirit. Lord, if there's any impurities, O oh God, I ask that you remove them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as we prepare our hearts for giving, O oh God, Lord, I ask that you bless this offering, O oh God. Bless our tithes and our offerings, O oh Lord, that they be used from kingdom building. Lord, that we want to be careful to do your will, Master, in this evil and perverse day. Lord, that the church, that the kingdom of God may increase. And Lord, the kingdom of this world decrease. Lord, we're so thankful that you have used these broken vessels, O oh God, for your use, O oh God. Make us and mold us and shape us into who you would have us to be. And we want to be so careful to give you all the praise and all the glory. These things we ask in the blessed name of Jesus and the whole church saying, Amen. 
please be seated and obey the ushers for our offering. Amen. And come around and shake my hand. <laughs> 